The following podcast contains portions of the Sunset Review, which was broadcast live at 1 p.m. on Sunday, November 8, 2020, over KSBC Claremont, 88.7 FM, and live streaming at www.ksbc.org. I'm Roger Allen. Co-host and music director Randy Bryan and I will now offer our own brand of mellifluous musings. You guys look like two seals fighting over a grape. That is the weirdest thing you have ever said. I got a bad feeling about this. and hello their neighbors and hello their moms and dads and boys and girls as you may have gathered around your radios or your computers or whatever to listen to today's edition of the sunset review it is time again for our vast audio radiance to gather themselves around their radios computers or other thingamabobs as we travel as we roam as we wander and venture into that wondrous and otherwise winsome days of yesteryear when radio broadcasting was live, and we wish this one was too, but it's actually pre-recorded. <clears throat> so that's just how it is. It is time again for, as I said before, the radio program, The Sunset Review, which is, of course, the radio program. Are you ready? The radio yes, program. Yes, I'm the radio with program. bated breath. Oh, I didn't know that. What I have a lure on the end of it. I was going to say, what do you catch with bated breath? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> halitosis. Holes? Oh, halitosis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's the question. Ah. If London Bridge is standing, and as I understand it, it is, why is there a song about it falling down? London Bridge is yeah. falling down. Well, they had to dismantle it to send it to Arizona. Down. Well, yeah, but that song predates that, doesn't yes. it? Yes, it does. Yeah. When, so, when I, I think when I was a child singing that it, at age three or four in the schoolyard, London Bridge was still in London. Yes, and it had not fallen down. So I'm, I, I will tell you that I assume there is actually an answer to that question hmm. and I, that there is something about that song that historically has to do with something that uh, whoever wrote it was uh, encountering or, or imagining back when. Uh, yes. But I don't know what it is, and I've never bothered to look it up because I want to leave it as a unanswered question uh, to begin today's edition of the Sunset Review or any edition, a right. question that our two intrepid hosts, there are two of us here, um, um, who are going to identify ourselves in the pre-recorded studio audience, welcome us to the airwaves as we pre-recorded live stream at www.ksbc.org. need to mention that every now and then. Or at 88.7 FM, frequently modulated. Frequently modulated. Yeah. So here we go. Here to answer the question, two hosts, and one of whom is I, and I am Roger Allen, and the studio audience, it sounds like a group of people laughing. Yeah. Well, that's that's a that's the reaction we're looking for. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good sign. Let's see what kind of response you get. Co-host and music director. Oh, who me? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm Randy Bryan. Yes. Oh, oh, more laughter. Uh, it it, it so, so, sounds like a, a an intoxicated chipmunk. <laughs> rather, rather rapid. Yes. Guffaws there. Or rabid in the if it is a chipmunk. You've got to oh, be very hope, careful about that. Certainly hope not. It is time now on the Sunset Review for Roger and Randy to once again demonstrate that while the silly may have their say, every now and then they can provide an instance of informational elucidation. It is time now for Roger and Randy to reveal, as they do every week, today's National Day. (laughs) 
Well, as that introduction indicates, it is time once again for an educational moment here on the Sunset Review. We try to provide some moment of enlightenment and information. It is time for us to do the National Days. Uh-huh. Okay, and I will begin by saying that today is National Cappuccino Day. Did I, did I pronounce I've, it right? I've, cappuccino? Yes, I've, cappuccino. I've, I've, I've never worn chinos, but I have worn a cap. Oh, is this about clothing or something? It, it, it's a choice, I guess. Cappuccino. Oh. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. Yes, that's right. No, 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 no. Well, you can wear a hat or trousers, one or the other. Anyway. It's actually, it's a frothy hot cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's perfect drink on a frosty morning uh, when you're sitting around with friends. <laughs> um, you, that's, that's what you can do. Traditionally prepared with espresso, Hot milk and steamed milk foam. A cappuccino is an Italian, Italian, an uh-huh. Italian coffee drink. Now, here, here now is the uh, origin. The word cappuccino comes from the Capuchine friars. It is the diminutive form of cappuccio in Italian, meaning hood or something that covers the head. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, all right. This popular coffee beverage got its <laughs> name not from the hood on their habits, but but from the color, ah, there you go, the color of the hooded robes that the friars wore. So, so, you, so you can't drink cappuccino in the hood? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> or or may, maybe you pour some on your head. Is that what you're supposed to do with it? <laughs> yes, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, it, that's how it warms you up. It gets your brain, <laughs> brain a little bit fried there. Uh-huh. 1945 was when the uh, modern espresso machine was... Uh, invented and it further popularized cappuccino. It was, it was um, invented by someone whose name I may pronounce correctly or may not, Achille, Achille Gagia. Yes, and, and, and just because this is a particular bugamo mine, it's, it's espresso, espresso. And I oh, know you're right, it's not X, it's S. Yes, <laughs> yes. and, and, and uh, I, know, I know they can make this very fast, but nevertheless, it's not a coffee express. It's a coffee espresso. Uh, I guess it, uh, maybe that has to do with, with uh, uh, particularly pressing the coffee beans so that there's a darker, richer roast to them or something. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. entirely conjecture on my part, and I offer it with uh, no uh, confidence in its validity whatsoever. There are various steps in the history of this drink. Uh, uh-huh. Mid-1990s, it was made more widely available in North America as upscale coffee houses um, sprang up. <laughs> Boy, did they. <laughs> Boy, did they. Yeah, I think Mercus Palms. Ducks. Mer- Mer- Ducks yeah. everywhere. Mercus Palms has several of them. Yeah. That's the town that time remembers, but people forget I'm required oh, to say that. Yeah. Really? Late 1990s to early 2000s, it became popular in the United States, concurrent with the boom in the American coffee industry, which grew a lot that time. And then at the start of the 21st century, there was a modified shortcut version that started being served at fast food chains. Uh While steaming milk, you must pay close attention to attain the correct ratio of foam. (laughs) (laughs) Thus making the cappuccino one of the most difficult espresso-based beverages to make properly. Yes, indeed. Okay, your turn. Very good. Well, well, here's here's something else, which is a perfect drink on a frosty morning. Oh, it is? <laughs> a Harvey Wallbanger. Maybe, maybe it's a perfect drink on a day after an election, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I have a feeling that uh, it, it's called Harvey Wallbanger because you probably will bang into the wall if you've drunk uh, one or two of these things. I've, I've always wondered about that, but maybe if you read down on the information we have there, it'll explain it. I don't know. I, I, I shall do that. What it is, is it's a fruity and spirited cocktail yeah. made with get this three parts vodka one part galliano which is uh, an amber colored liqueur and six parts of orange juice and you pour this into a highball glass uh, obviously you need a big one and garnish this with an orange slice and a maraschino cherry uh-huh. now now i had a i had a, a an, an aunt my aunt dorothy and my aunt that's dorothy interesting would, i had an aunt dorothy too go oh, good well oh, mine would, how about would come that? Mine would come and visit us from uh, uh, Bard, California, where she lived. She'd come and visit us in the early 70s, 
and she was rather inordinately fond of Harvey Wallbangers, and so I remember that whenever she would come to visit these long bottles, these long necks on them, filled with yeah. this amber liqueur yeah. called Galliano, would yeah. suddenly appear in great profusion at our house. <laughs> anyway, uh, these uh, started to be served in uh, San Diego in the late 60s. And uh, according to the story of the origin, there was a, a party in Laguna Beach and the leftovers after the party was over, somebody had left some vodka, some Galliano with some orange juice and somebody named Harvey uh, drank up all that was left and then he hit his head on the wall. Well, now that's one idea. Another one uh, credits the invention of this cocktail to a three-time world champion bartender by the name of Donato Duke Antone, who operated a, a bar called Duke's Black Watch Bar on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. Now, he was very famous because he created the Rusty Nail, the White Russian, and the Flaming Russian, <laughs> which maybe you drink after, or that's maybe what's happened to you if the White Russian is set on fire. Uh, anyway, uh, supposedly in 1952, there was a surf for a dude called Tony Wallbanger, and he was the inspiration of the cocktail. Anyway, uh, this was a big hit in the San Diego area. And then in 1968, the guy who was the marketing agent for Galliano, McKesson yeah, Imports yeah. Company, he said, let's take this national. So they created a cartoon character called Harvey Wallbanger in late 1969. And uh, it, 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 went, it went national, became a big hit. And I can attest to that from personal experience. Now, I've never had a Harvey Wallbanger. I don't know what they taste like, nor Galliano. I uh, imagine it's probably like Grand Marnier, which tastes like orange cough syrup. So probably not something I would enjoy. But there you go. Cheers to those of you who like them. I have no re recollection of ever drinking one. I might have, but if I did, well, it wasn't one I made. It sounds since, too complicated for since, me. To since, make. since it has three parts vodka and one part Galliano, even if you did drink one, you probably would have no recollection of drinking it. <laughs> That's very possible. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Okay. Well, moving on, it is National Parents as Teachers Day, isn't it? That's kind of an important thing to to think about. Uh, it encouraged parents teacher organizations and parents to join forces to support children in their educational goals. Mm. And this seems like a worthy cause. Parents as teachers organization offer educational service to parents across the country. These affiliates give all parents of young children support. It also provides information so all children learn, grow, and develop to realize their full potential. That's, that's really something important now since so many kids are staying at home and going to school over the Zoom, over the yeah, Internet. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Imagine in many cases mom and dad are there and they have to kind of make sure that the kids uh, get their lessons and do their homework. It turns out that this concept, parents as teachers, um, began in the 1970s in Missouri. Their well, educators noted that children were beginning kindergarten with varying levels of school readiness and uh, research showed that greater parent involvement is a critical link in the child's development of learning skills, including reading and writing. Okay. Well, Missouri loves company. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, along, along those lines, uh, today is also National STEM or STEAM Day. What is that? Well, uh, full steam ahead. This is a day which inspires kids to explore and pursue their interests in, get this, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Sounds like something that would be taught at the TWIT Institute here in Mercus Ponds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, this is, is, is something, there is a, a, a franchise, the Steam-based franchise, which has these uh, super smart uh, girl characters. They're part of uh, uh, a, a spy organization called NOV8, or Innovate. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, anyway, uh, they are trying to promote careers, uh, particularly for girls in uh, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. So there you go. There you go. Okay, well, those are the national days, and it's time for us to hear a record, I think. Before we do that, let's remind everyone who we are. I'm Roger Allen. Who are we? Oh, yes, I'm Randy Bryan. Is last and we're, we're broadcasting pre-recorded over KSBC at 88.7 FM or live streaming at www.ksbc.org. And here is our first record for today. There is a tavern in the town. In the town. And there my true love sits him down. Sits him down. And drinks his wine as merry as can be. And never, never thinks of me 
fare thee well, for I must leave thee, do not let the parting grieve thee, oh, the time has come for you and I to say goodbye, adieu, adieu, kind friends, adieu, yes, adieu, I can no longer stay with you, stay with you, oh, oh I'll hang my house. On a weeping willow tree, fare thee well, fare thee well, fare thee well. He left me for a damsel dark, damsel dark. Each Friday night they used to spark, used to spark. And now my love, who once was true to me, takes that dark damsel on his knee. Fare thee well, for I must leave thee, do not let the parting grieve thee, oh, the time is come for you and I to say goodbye, adieu, adieu, kind friends, adieu, yes, adieu, oh, I can no longer stay with you, stay with you, oh, oh I'll hang my heart on a weeping willow tree, fare thee well, fare thee well, fare thee well. And now I see him never more, never more. He never, never knocks upon my door. Oh, 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 is me. He penned a little note. I'll read to you the words he wrote. Fare thee well, for I must leave thee. Do not let parting be all the time. And me to say goodbye. I'll call adieu, kind friends, adieu. Yes, adieu. Oh, I can't. Oh, no, I'm on a weeping willow tree. Fairly well. Fairly well. Oh, deep. My grave both wide and deep. Wide and deep. Put tombstones at my head and feet. Head and feet. And on my breast. Just carve a turtle dove to sing if I like love. well, for I must leave thee. Do not let the party grieve thee. All the time has come for you and I to say goodbye. Adieu, kind friends, adieu. Yes, adieu. I can no longer stay with you. Oh, oh, I'll hang my heart on a weaving rope. Very well, very well. Yes, moms and dads and boys and girls, it's time now on the Sunset Review for Roger Allen to guess the theme. Now, after hearing the first record on today's program, it's time for Roger Allen to make a wild, ridiculous, off-the-wall, improbable guess about the theme for the music that music director Randy Bryan has selected for today. Okay. All right. First record. And uh, I'm supposed to guess the theme. Yeah. And um, this is going to be very difficult to guess because um, <laughs> I have no idea. Well, we, why, why don't you say who did that in the name of it? And then, well, uh, and that, I will, that... I'll rack my brain oh, along rack with brain. a bottle of booze. R- rack your brain and I'll get the pool cues. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, that, <laughs> uh, that, that man with a terrible case of the giggles was uh, Rudy Valley, who was a very, very popular singer and also a comic actor in movies in the late 20s through the, oh gosh, the 1970s. Uh, he was on Broadway in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying in the 60s and early 70s. Uh, anyway, that's a record from 1937 of There Is a Tavern in the Town or The Drunkard Song. And I think what made Rudy laugh is he realized about halfway through it that the lyric really should be sung by a female. Uh, and he, he kind of realized that what he was singing, maybe not well, entirely appropriate for a man who, who prided himself on his uh, virility and his attractiveness to the ladies. So anyway, he got the gig, and, and that was not supposed to be issued, but then the some executives at RCA Victor Records liked it, and so when you see the original 78 of that, the label says, uh, hey, Rudy, what say we let the public have this one? The laughter makes it a lot of fun, and it's signed Eli Oberstein, who was an executive with RCA Victor Records, and then you see down below in red script, okay, our value and that's on on the actual label of the record so uh, they they did issue a a a a take of that without the laughter but it's not nearly as much fun as the one that we heard yeah yeah okay and so the the the, what was the name of it again there is a tavern in the town or the drunkard song yeah so i mean you know we're going to have songs about uh (laughs) 
Oh, let me see. Booze? Yeah, that could be. Well, I, I mean, thought Harvey Wallbanger in, was kind of an inspiring uh, uh, topic for, for co comedy songs, as there yeah, are, yeah. are quite a few of them that have to do with uh, John Barleycorn, who I think is the next-door neighbor of Harvey Wallbanger. <laughs> That's probably true, right. right. Uh, okay, well, we're broadcasting live and direct from Workers' Bombs. Uh, well, pre-recorded. We, we were live when we pre-recorded it. I mean, I'm yeah. uh, pre-recorded from Workers' Bombs. Yeah, I, I think see, so. Yeah, I, I, I seem to be all here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, you pinch in yourself. Fact, and, uh, in, in fact, there's more of me than I'd like to have, but that's another yeah. story. We're, we're, we're pre-recorded from Workers' Bombs, the town of time remembers, but people forget I'm Roger Allen. I'm Randy Bryan. Coming to you from a seldom sought space fraught with random consequences, this is the Sunset Review. Founded in 1942, Guide Dogs for the Blind is a nonprofit charity organization with a mission to provide guide dogs and training to visually impaired people throughout the United States and Canada. Thanks to the generosity of donors and the support of volunteers, Dogs and services are free to those served. For more information, call 1-800-295-4050 or visit Guide Dogs for the Blind at www.guidedogs.com. We interrupt the Sunset Review for this late-breaking story. The roundest night at King Arthur's Round Table was circumference. He acquired his size from too much pie. Yes, you too, or three or four, can take a walk down memory lane, conveniently located right behind the Jack Jujun Health Spa in Mercus Palms, and you'll see some of the best previously owned and reasonably priced merchandise this side of the Mercus Palms Stone Quarry. Yes, indeed, and here's Mavis Norvis. Mavis Norvis, a longtime resident of Mercus Palms, the downtime rooms, but people forget. Uh, she's the owner-operator of Memory Lane, and she has this week's featured special. That's right, I'm Mavis Norris with this week's featured special. Now, we all know what happened last Saturday, right? It was yeah. Halloween, yeah. and Memory Lane now has several used pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns for sale, just $5 each. Now, these are not plastic or toy pumpkins. These are actual pumpkins, used pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns, only $5 each. Hurry down, get yours soon, while supplies last. Uh, uh, while, while supplies last, uh, uh, you expect to sell used pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns that fast? Well, I, I don't expect the pumpkins to last. Some of them have already turned to mush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they I, smell like a son of a gun, uh, too. Yeah, Hoo -hee. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, folks, remember, that's Memory Lane, Burgers Palm's own thrift shop, where other people's losses become your gains. Conveniently located behind the Jack Jejun Health Spa in downtown Mercus Palms. Downtown remembers what people forget. That fanfare indicates it is now. It is time now for Mr. John J. Jasper, who, as we all know, is the question man. He he has a bunch of of answers, and he will go through, pick one of those answers, and then he will provide a question for that answer. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you, Hello, I am John J. Jasper. I am the question man. I'm going to go through my my big file here, my big round file. Have, oh, it's, oh, it's, 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 it's some old candy bars in here. Right? Probably left over from Halloween. <laughs> well, here, here's a letter. Here's one that was sent is, by is, one. Is, is there an old used pumpkin in there that maybe no, you should send no, over to memory lane? No, no, happily no. <laughs> no jack-o'-lanterns here. <laughs> but uh. we do have a letter uh, from uh, 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 Amanda Hugginkiss. Well, <laughs> Amanda, if, I don't know if she is in need of Amanda Hug and Kiss, but if so, maybe she should go see Larry Lovelace over there at Love's Lariat. <laughs> yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. let's see what old... Uh, there we go. 
Amanda has to tell us here. <clears throat> she says, Dear Mr. Question Man, uh, the answer which I would like to have you question is pumpkin pie. <laughs> well, oh, that, oh, that, okay. is, that is something that, that is very much uh, in vogue right now at this time of year because we are in fall or autumn if you prefer. And if you go to the grocery store, you will see a lot of pumpkin pie mixing out there on sale they, uh, because uh, well, I suppose people are going to have for Thanksgiving or they want to use up their old jack-o'-lanterns if they don't want to give them to uh, Mavis Norvis. <laughs> but anyway, let's see. I think I have pondered, cogitated, and reflected and I think yeah. I have come up with a question for the answer that was uh, proffered by our listener, Amanda Hugginkiss. That, that answer, answer being pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> Here is the question. <clears throat> okay. What do you get when you divide your jack-o'-lantern's circumference by its diameter? You get 22 sevenths with some uh, nutmeg in it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that. Pumpkin pie. All right. Appreciate, well, uh, appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Okay. 3.14, whatever it is. All right. Yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Till next week. Oft times, insegrievous, but seldom oleaginous. This is KSPC 88.7 FM, currently broadcasting the Sunset Review, which is often both, sometimes in alliterative alternation, but never at the same time. Got a little present from a friend. Ten little bottles Of a potent alcoholic blend Ten little bottles But my wife, who hates to see me drink Ordered me to pour it in the sink Found the nicest way to put an end To the ten little bottles Ten little bottles I took the first little bottle Pulled the cork and sneaked a little drink Took the second and started in to wink And the rest went trickling down the sink I took the third little bottle Pulled the cork And stole another drink Took the fourth And I began to blink Cause the room was Floating down the sink I opened the fifth Little sink And poured the room in the bottle I tasted The sixth little room and down the line went seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> I took the tenth little bottle, gave the cork another little drink, told the room to go to bed, I think, and I poured myself into the sink. <laughs> Ten little bottles! <laughs> Ten little bottles! <laughs> That's the cockeyed story of the ten little bottles and the drink! And incidentally, that's the last time I had a drink. Well, we had another record there uh, along the theme of, um, you know, something about alcoholic beverages. That's the theme of today's music. Randy Bryan will now tell us the name of that record and who did it. That was the wondrous Mel Blanc, who, of course, was the voice of Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn, Sylvester the Cat, and so many other Warner Brothers uh, Looney Tunes Merry Melodies characters. And he also made a lot of records just under his own name for Capitol back in the 40s and 50s. That, excuse me, that one was called Ten Little Bottles in the Sink, 
And uh, Mel was detailing uh, how he got rid of the 10 little bottles in the sink. His wife didn't want him to drink all that stuff, but he was occasionally sneaking a little, a, a brief little sip there, uh, maybe maybe more than he realized. It's, that sort of reminds me of the, another song about bottles of wine on the wall. Oh, yes. If one of those bottles should happen to fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but that was an old drinking song, as I recall. Well, that's one that people sing a lot when they're in the car on a long road trip. Yeah, I guess. It, it, and it takes a while. Make, it makes the trip even longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for that. Uh, we right. continue to broadcast pre-recorded from Mercus Bombs at Town. The time remembers, but people forget. And I continue to be who I am. Oh, Who I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention. I'm Roger Allen. Good. Well, I have no doubt that I may be Randy Bryan, I think. You may be. You have I may permission. be. I'm not, yes. Actually, now that I think about it, I am rather doubtful. Okay. Well, I, 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 I want you to know you do have my permission to be Randy oh. Bryan. So you may be Randy Bryan. That's fine <laughs> Thank with you. Me. Yeah. When me and my buddies want to take a break from our ride... We like to pull over and listen to the Sunset Review with Roger Allen and Randy Bryan right here at 88.7 KSPC Claremont. A word to the wise, sufficient. Listen to someone near. This is Roger Allen. Randy Bryan and I would like to remind you that to be intoxicated is to feel sophisticated, but not be able to say it. Thank you. in the Sunset Review newsroom and Newton Bulbear at the Commodities Desk with the following stories of the unusual, rather strange, and sometimes <laughs> downright bizarre. From our Keeping Politics Clean file comes the following story. Nikolai Lochtev, age 58, who is the incumbent mayor of Pokalikino in Russia. Pokalikino, Pok- Pok- yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he is the mayor, and he asked the woman who cleans the city hall building to add her name to the ballot as a formality. I guess he was really supposed to be the only uh, official candidate, but he wanted her to do this in order to comply with a regulation that elections must have two or more candidates. In a twist of fate, however, the janitor, whose name is Marina Yugodskaya, she received 62% of the vote compared to Lochtev's 34%. On September 28th, this happened, and she said, uh, she was the new mayor, and she was quite surprised, and she said, I didn't think people would actually vote for me. However, one of the village's shopkeepers, one of the people who voted for her, said, quote, if we could have voted against all, we would have done. But we had the option to vote for Marina, so we did. I think she'll cope. The whole village will help, unquote. As for the soon-to-be former mayor, Nikolai Loktev is sporting a stiff upper lip, saying, quote, I'm not upset. People voted for her, so let her do her job. Wouldn't that be nice to hear from candidates who are in the U.S. of A. these days? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that would sort of be interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, here's someone else who sometimes sweeps the victory, but more often is found sweeping at his desk. <laughs> that Mike Warfield, ace reporter, with an additional story of the unusual, rather strange, and sometimes downright bizarre, Barton. Yes, it's either that or uh, weeping over uh, elections. Anyway, uh, this is Martin Warfield, ace reporter, with the following story from our Food for Thought file, okay? Yeah, it, it seems that at the end of last month, a Georgia food writer missed visiting restaurants amid the COVID-19 pandemic, so she found a unique way to bring the experience home. What she did was she created a miniature eatery for a chipmunk that often came to her front porch. And quite an innovative idea. Her name is Angela Hansberger um, of Tucker uh, in Georgia. She said the forced closing of restaurants during the coronavirus outbreak came as a blow to her both professionally and personally. Quote, 
I was facing a lot of anxiety. I kind of hit it. That's what she told reporters. She stated that she felt, quote, sad for all the people in the industry that I worked with. So here's what happened. She said her chipmunk restaurant project began when her uncle sent her a tiny picnic table. I'm not sure why he did, but he did. Uh, that uh, she had originally intended to nail to a fence, see, for squirrels to climb up, climb up on. So, so she put the, the tiny uh, 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 picnic table down on her front porch and she was taking the packaging that it came in to go to the recycle bin. And then when she returned, there was a chipmunk sitting there just like a little person. So and she said, all right, why not? I'll give him some nuts. So she put some nuts on the table with the, the chipmunk ate. The next morning she did the same and she stated, well, he came every day, sometimes sitting at the empty table waiting for me. <laughs> she started creating chipmunk-sized versions of popular restaurant foods to feed. The food enthusiast said she soon added a miniature bar to the restaurant for serving roadside sushi and ramen bowls. <clears throat> it turns out she's been uh, chronicling the chipmunks alfresco meals on her Instagram page, so there's a place where people can go to look at it. Now, moving on, um, here's Bill Mulbear at the Sunset Review's Commodities Desk with today's report from the Commodities Market, Gilpin. I wonder if she had chipmunk-sized Harvey Wallbangers. Ice machines were frozen solid. Paper shredders were tearing up the market. Brooms were a sweeping success. And chipmunk futures were going nuts. And Whatever he said. Mr. News! With all, all the, the news, news that, that fits, fits on the, on the sunset, sunset review. Hello, my name is Bobby, and uh, I live in Marcus Palms, and I'm only about five, five years old, and I listen to the Sunset Review on KSBC because, 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 uh, oh yeah, because I can get it on my radio. Just like those folks who live in and around the cozy community of Marcus Palms, the town the time remembers but people forget, you, too, can listen to the Sunset Review every Sunday between 1 and 2 p.m. on KSBC 88.7 FM. Hey, everybody. Do you remember this really creepy scene from the movie Silence of the Lambs? Good evening, gentlemen. Okay, Doc. Grab some floor. Same drill as before, please. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Hannibal Lecter was listening to the aria from Johann Sebastian Bach's Goldberg Variations on the tape recorder in his cell? If you love classical music and movies, then join me for all this and more right here on KSPC Claremont 88.7 FM every Wednesday from noon until 2. I'm Nadine, host of Real Classical, and yep, that's spelled R-E-E-L, where I play all kinds of film clips and classical music that's been featured in hundreds of movies. So come listen to some of the biggest names in Hollywood. You know, Mozart, Beethoven, Franz Liszt, John Tavener, Ervo Perrett, and many more. Wednesdays on 88.7 FM from noon until 2, or streaming over the web at www.kspc.org. Okay, well, it is time for another one of our uh, Sunset Review special interviews. Uh, we try to find people who are interesting, unusual, and informative. Um, and I think maybe you'll agree that we have someone on the program today who fits that description. Joining me in the studio is Elrod Flack. He's a longtime resident of, you guess what, Mercus Bob's a town that I remember, but people forget. Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, that's right. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, let me see. You're Elrod Flack. You're Elrod Flack. That's right. I'm, uh, I'm Elrod Flack, a long-time uh, resident of Murkish Palms. How many time remembers people? Uh, 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 people forget. Uh, 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 people uh, uh, forget. Uh, 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 they do? 
they do. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Well, I think they do. But Elrod, uh, why don't you tell us just exactly how long you've lived in Mercus Bombs, the town that I remembers, but people forget. Well, uh, I, 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 I forget. Oh, I see. Well, but that's not all I do. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, so according to my notes here, as I understand it, you are a collector. That's right. That's right. That's right, Roger. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a let me see. I'm a, I was a, 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 oh, yes, I'm a, I'm a collector. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, 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 good, good. Um, and, and, and just exactly what is it that you collect, Elrod? Uh, 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 I forget. You do? I do what? Forget. Oh, well, that's not all I do. <laughs> good. What else do you do? Well, I'm a collector. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so. And I collect, uh, I collect, uh, uh, oh. Elrod, uh, Elrod, stop. Yes, yes. I, I, I notice here, looking at you, that you have a string tied around your finger. I do? Oh, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> in in yeah. fact, you have strings tied around all of your oh, fingers. Yes, yes. Ten of them. <laughs> okay, okay. Can you tell me what that's for? Uh, it's for, it, uh, it, oh, uh, oh uh, I forget. Is it to help you remember? Uh, remember what? Well, anything you want to remember. Well, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Uh, I also noticed that you have a, 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 a string tied around your arms and ears. Why, I believe you're right. Let me see. Oh, yes, I can see where it's on my arms, and I can feel it on my ears. <laughs> you know what? I think I have some tied around my legs. Yeah, 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 yes. No, I can see that. So, Elrod, why do you have all that string tied around all those parts of your body? Ah, oh, gosh, I forget. Uh, okay, I well, see. Well, in that golly. case, uh, I don't see that we have anything more to talk about. Do you? Well, we could talk about my uh, my aunt Portia. My aunt Portia collects things too. <laughs> she she does what? Yes. Yeah. What, what oh, 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 I forget. I can't die. I see. I see. I see. Well, okay. Um, this concludes another special interview on the Sunset Review. Joining me today has been Elrod Flack. Longtime residents of Mercus Palm, the town that I remember, but people forget. Goodbye, Elrod. Wait, wait, where do I live again? I, I'm not sure, Elrod, but it's time to, it's time to leave. Go ahead. Oh, Goodbye. all right. Which way is the door? I can't remember. Oh, over that way. Okay. Oh, Ran, you. Randy, can you can Yes, you yeah. Now? There you go. There you go, Elrod. Right? Yeah. That, that, yeah no, not that one. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, okay. So long now. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Has he left? Yeah. He's yeah, gone. he's gone now. Yeah. Tell me, do you know what he collects? String. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah. Learn more about the Sunset Review online at www.sunsetreview.org. That's S-U-N-S-E-T-R-E-V-I-E-W dot O-R-G. That's why we drink it here And when we're gone from here Well, our friends will be drinking all the beer Everybody sing! In heaven there is no beer That's why we drink it here And when we're gone from here Well, our friends will be drinking all the beer
has concluded yes that was a good sing-along song <laughs> I, I would imagine many a polka band has has played that one it's part of their repertoire that's a number called in heaven there is no beer oh, that's dear. why we drink it here and that <laughs> and that is by a keep band it which, near uh -huh. keep it near keep, keep just... it keep it near keep it here <laughs> pour some in your ear yeah there you go <laughs> uh that's by a band which perhaps ironically was named Clean Living. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Given their consumption of the uh, frothy stuff, maybe they weren't so clean. Well, that's okay. After five or six beers, you tend to get a little messy. And that the theme of the music today being? Uh, well, uh, John Barleycorn, Harvey Wallbanger, uh, the, 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 uh, the Devil's Brew. Yes, yes. And presenting all this pre-recorded from Mercus Bonds the time that time remembers but people forget I am Roger Allen I am Randy Bryan you're listening to the Sunset Review mm -hmm. good radio well you know what we're really excited to announce a new car dealership here in Mergus Palms, Tom forget. Here to tell us all about it is the owner and manager Joe Slobotnik. Uh, yes, that Joe, right? Joe Slobotnik. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Roger. Yes, the fine folks here in Mercus Palms now have an alternative when they're looking for an almost new car. Uh, you say an almost new car? Oh, so do you deal in used cars? Well, well, yes and no. Yes kind and of, no. Sort of, but new and used at the same time. Uh, now you're sounding like a car salesman, Joe? How can a car be new and used at the same time? Oh, you ought to know, Roger. <laughs> for years, you've been running the spots for Irv Johnson's Hyundai Hut Subaruki dealership. Ah, uh -huh. yeah, I get it. You must be doing the same thing that Irv has been doing. That's right. I'm happy to announce the exciting new Kia Mitsu Hyundaiota dealership, just a stone throw away from the Jack Shishin Hill Spa at Mercus Avenue and Center Street in the heart of downtown Mercus Palm. We custom build every one of our fine Kia Mitsu Hyundaiota cars from parts that we find on the road in repo yards, at auctions, and even at wrecking sites. <laughs> we get the cars before the car compactors can. <laughs> uh, now, since your new brand is called... Um... Uh, I, I'm guessing that means you build your cars from parts that were formerly automobiles made by Kia, Mitsubishi. Yes, uh, Honda and Toyota. That's right. That's right. No two Kia, Mitsubishi, Honda, Toyota cars look alike, but we guarantee that they are of the finest quality. Oh, really? Now, how, yes. can, how, how can you do that? Uh, well, the cars from which we extract our source material are superior brands. We sell our cars at a lower price, too, so uh, no offense to Irv Johnson, but why would you want to buy a Hyundai Hatsuburuki when you can get a higher quality Kia, Mitsubishi, Honda, Toyota for less money? I mean, uh, Hyundai Hatsuburuki versus uh, Kia, Mitsubishi, Honda, Toyota? <laughs> I mean, there's just no comparison. Uh, uh, although 
Although these are originally Asian import cars, they are rebuilt here in the USA, and they are rebuilt specifically in Mercus Park. Okay, so do uh, you want to tell us what some of the cars are that you have on special right now? Yes, indeed, Roger. Well, we have a 2009, 2012, and 2014 Kia Mitsu Hyundai Coupe Sedan on special right now for $12,500. What? A, a, a coupe sedan? Yes. It has two doors on the driver's side, but one door on the other. It does have four wheels, though, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And if you come in right now, we have your choice of three different steering wheels, as we haven't quite assembled that part yet, so you can choose before you buy. I see. Oh, I see. Well, this is very exciting, Joe. We wish you success with these um, uh, rather idiosyncratic automobiles. Uh, we like to say unique. That is indeed true. So come on down and see us, folks. Remember, that's Joe Schlobotnik's Kiamatsu Hyundai Auto Dealership, where we combine the best parts of those Asian imports to bring you a singular and unforgettable experience. We're just a stone's throw away from the Jack Jujun Hill Spa at Mercus Avenue and Center Street in the heart of downtown Mercus Palms. That's Joe Schlobotnik's Kiamatsu Hyundai Auto. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. Yes, indeed, as the Calliope music indicates, it's time for us all to go over to the kitty corner to hear today's story from Linda, the story person. Hi, Roger. Where's Linda? I don't see Linda. Billy, Billy, you're here. That's good. I, I think, yeah, Linda's here, too. I'm here, Billy. I'm here. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. So, hello there, boys and girls. Moms and dads, as usual, I'm Linda, the story person. I'm so glad you could join me today in the kitty corner. I have a wonderful story for you, one I'm sure you're going to like a lot. I call this story <laughs> Curly to Bed, Early to Rise. Curly you... to Bed, what? Curly to Bed, Curly to Rise. Yeah, just see if you can tell why. This, <laughs> this, this story starts like this. I know that's a weird title, but just listen. Once upon a time, right here in Mercus Palms, a town that time remembers, but people forget, there lived a longtime resident named um, Tom Ayoto. He made his living as a gardener. Yes, I just love planting things, <laughs> weeding and mowing lawns, especially mowing lawns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it seems that Tom was a bit of a traditionalist. So when he mowed customers' lawns, he used a, an old manual push mower yeah. with really sharp blades, yeah. and, and yeah. he would wheel the mower back and forth across the lawns of his customers. Oh, back and forth. Oh, wow. Oh, good exercise. <laughs> I just love wheeling my mower. The sound it makes is so soothing. It's sort of like a personal moment of meditation. What? 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 Meditation? What yeah. do you mean? Well, Billy, it seems that Tom was a bit of an anxious person, one who often worried about his personal health. Is it? Oh, you mean you mean a a, a hypochondriac? No, 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 it's, it's hypochondriac, but yes, that's, that's sort of what he was. Yes, I always feel content and relaxed when I get to wheel the lawnmower, (laughs) and my body feels great, back and forth in the lawn, there we go, so so it happens that everything was just going fine for quite a while until one day last spring when one of his customers, Marsha Mello, another person who tended to suffer from a kind of health-related anxiety, gave him a special gift. Uh, It's one that she got at Herbie Vore's local health food store. It was a cowboy hat. Now, this cowboy hat had a very large, really very large hootie feather in it. What? What's a hootie feather? What are you talking about? What? Yeah, it's a hoodie feather in in the hat. Yeah. Why why they call it a hoodie feather? Because that's that, that's the name of the bird. A, a bird? What what kind of bird? A, a hoodie bird. A hoodie bird. All right. Well, hoodie hoodie you too. All right. So she gave a hoodie. Is that the joke? Can I go now? No, huh? no, Billy. That's not the point. The point is that the feather had purported healing properties. When she gave it to Tom, as he was mowing her lawn, she explained. Tom, Tom, look what I got for you. I got this hat for you from Herbie Vore's health food store. Oh, oh, and and it has a, a big feather in it. Yes, yes, that's it. 
the feather has healing properties. You wear the hat and it will keep you from getting sick. I have one just like it at home and I wear it for a little while each day. I haven't been sick at all since I started doing that. So she gave him the hat and went back into her house. Tom was really excited to hear this, so he promptly uh, put the hat on and started mowing. I'll just put this on here, and now we go back and forth, back, up and down. There we go. Uh, unfortunately, here. unfortunately, after a few feet, he started to feel dizzy and, and a bit nauseated. Ooh, uh, I, I don't feel so good. Ooh. Yeah, he stumbled along a couple feet, stopped, took the hat off to wipe his brow, and, 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 then, and then he felt better. So he put, oh, the hat, hat, better. he put the hat back on, started weaving the lawnmower once again, and felt awful. Ugh, this is weird. Wheeling the mower always makes me feel good, and, and the feather on this hat is supposed to help. Okay, okay, okay. So, so now we're getting to the point of the story, right? Right you are, Billy. Yes, you're right. After putting the hat with the feather on, wheeling the mower, feeling ill several times, Tom decided what he it had it had to do with. He decided it had to do with the hat. There's something something about this feather just isn't right for me. Uh, maybe maybe I'm allergic to it. Yeah, and, and Billy, that might have been the case, but whatever it was, Tom returned to feel fine after he decided not to wear that that hat while wheeling the mower. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wheeling the mower. <clears throat> okay. You're going to tell me that he got better because he wasn't wheeling under the feather. Right? <laughs> oh, Billy, I'm so impressed. Yes, that apparently was the solution. He was no longer wheeling under the feather. Okay, well, I'm going to spin my wheels on out of here. So long. See you Bye-bye. later. <laughs> International surveys indicate that people who listen to the Sunset Review on KSPC 88.7 FM do so only when they are alone or with somebody, a few of whom do both at the same time, though we wish they would keep it to themselves. the drinking man's diet it came from a book i was loaned it's really terrific and quite scientific and i'm half stoned for breakfast some cornflakes and vodka but cornflakes have carbohydrates so i don't eat those fattening cornflakes i eat the vodka straight Everyone drink, it's not as bad as we used to think. With every Manhattan, your stomach will flatten, so drink, drink, drink. The Air Force invented this diet, a fact which they hotly deny. Of course they deny it, cause this is the diet that got the Air Force high. For lunch you can have three martinis What better lunch is there than that? But caution, do not eat the olives Cause olives make you fat Drink, drink, everyone drink It's not as bad as we used to think If pounds you would burn off Then turn on your smart off And drink, drink, drink For dinner, a nice scotch and soda Now that ought to help you to lose No whipped cream, no butter Just lay in the gutter and booze, booze, booze Suppose you should meet a policeman Who says you've been quenching your thirst You just tell him it's physical fitness And health comes first Drink, drink, booze everywhere. Pass that decanter of burn. 
Well, another record on the program today under the theme of um, beverages that have alcohol in them. Potent potables. Yeah, there you go. Or as they call them, adult beverages these days. Yeah. Well, there is Alan Sherman promoting alcoholic beverages as health food (laughs) with the drinking man's diet. And uh, (laughs) as he says, if you have a martini, don't eat the olives because the olives will make you fat. As that uh, theme music indicates, it's time now for us to conclude another edition of the Sunset Review. I want to make sure that's clear to everyone, which means it's time now for Randy Bryan to do a disclaimer. Yes, this program was produced, if you can say that, uh, remotely for the studios of radio station KSBC, which is still located on the campus at Pomona College in Claremont, California, even if we're not there physically. Uh, However, uh, none of the opinions expressed on this program, if there were any opinions expressed, reflect the opinions of the staff or management or anybody who's ever been to KSBC, if there was anything said or otherwise conveyed in any way, shape, or form during the course of this program that sounded remotely like an opinion, it was not. Speaking for Randy Bryan, this is Roger Allen reminding you that if you should happen to tune in about this time next week, you'll hear me say the following. I would mention we would prefer that you tuned in an hour earlier and heard the whole program and heard this at the end. When I say goodbye, good luck, and I have new good things, but I forgot. (laughs) So I'm going to end with good and plenty. i got to remember to get these other goodies that I have. Remember to be loose and free and fresh and young. Go out into the world, do things. God be down, let your hair down, be someone. Also, keep your head on your shoulders. A good idea these days. Keep your feet on the ground. And uh, speaking of automobiles, never, uh, which is one of our sponsors today, automobile dealer, never buy a car you can't push. With a mighty hi-ho! Our Sunset Review heroes, Roger Allen and Randy Bryan, right off into the, what else, sunset, or sunrise, or midday sun, or morning dew.